What's going on, Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com, talking to you today about why you can't afford to be depressed. This is something I struggled with massively when I was like 12 or 13, and again at 19 or 20. Something that, quote, ran in my family, but something that I have to tell you, um, that depression itself, in my opinion, in my very unscientific opinion, doesn't exist. In the sense of that's not trying to negate any of the pain that you've ever felt or, or low moods or anything like that. I know exactly what that feels like. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Mine is about five people. Um, and what I'm trying to say is that, uh, in my opinion, to, depressed is a state, okay? The state is very real. The pain is very real. The pattern of going into that is very real. Um, both, and it does, uh, you know, it is it is affected by... Uh, your parents, your family history, uh, and the circumstances that you're going through in your life. This is a very, very real thing, a very painful thing. Uh, but I'm saying the depression is itself. I really hate that label because it's sort of like something I have. Like diabetes is something I have. Cancer is something I have. Cancer is attacking you while you sleep. Depressed is a state that you go into and you have control over all your states. That's not trying to blame anybody. It's trying to educate people, and it's how I educated myself out of that to be able to control my moods, which I think is absolutely the most important skill in life, is state control. State being your mental thoughts, your physical sensations, and your emotions. Those all combine together to be called state, and your life from birth to death is literally state changes. That's it. Okay, You're going from depressed to angry to sad to happy to bliss to horny. Right, all these different states, um, based on a combination of those three things: thoughts, feelings, sensations in your body. Okay, depressed is a state that you can't afford to be in. I'm talking about literally, man, because you're trying to go get money. You can't get money when you're depressed. You can't make cold calls. You can't um, do work on your website. You can't close clients. You can't get on the phone with angry clients, and um, you know pacify their moods. Uh, you can't sell properly. Um, in the sales training that I do, in addition to RLD, uh, I've been working with my, my, my partner there for almost a year. And when he's in a bad mood, I can hear his state is like four points lower. If 10 is bliss or like really peak state, when he's in a bad mood, his state's down like a five and he's not closing anybody. And I'm reminding him, dude, get that state up at least for the hour. We can't afford to be in a low state because the client can hear it and the client's not going to close. Okay. It sounds like somebody's depressed on the other end of the phone. Nobody wants to buy from that guy. And when you're, when you're, when you choose to be in depressed, you don't have any balls, right? You can't, you can't uh, push back. You can't uh, go through objections. Okay. And all the periods of my life where I was depressed, it would be like, um, I'm skipping school. Okay on the weekends, or I'm in university, but I'm not really going to school. Okay, it was never like, I might be in situation, even as much as I hated my sales job, I wouldn't, it would It would be hard to get depressed during the day because there was so much going on. Um, you know, I would get depressed on a weekend. Okay, and I would choose to be depressed because I didn't like my, the condition of my life. Um, you know, but what you realize is, hey, you have to go on aggression to change that condition. And you can't afford to be depressed, both like metaphorically, but actually literally. Like you cannot afford to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 
a month where you're not capable of working. And in capitalism, you need to work, you need to make money, uh, you need to aim for the top 1%, six figures, six figures a year, six figures in the bank as a minimum, or your life is fucked, you gotta work for someone else and eat off their table. Okay, it sucks, but that's how it is. Can't afford to be depressed. You need to be hungry, you need to be motivated, you need to be going after it. Um, and you can't take days off, okay? Um, a lot of soldiers, sorry, he's looking at my nose, a lot of soldiers get depressed after they come home, right? The funny thing is they get the PTSD, they get, they get depressed after they come home because now they don't have a mission anymore. They've seen all this traumatic stuff, but they were able to hold it together because they had a mission. They were able to reframe it because they had a mission. When they get home is where the drug abuse starts, the um, depressed starts, the PTSD starts, all these terrible things because they no longer have that mission um, and the brotherhood that, that they can move towards and, um, and, and feel a sense of purpose and an action plan, which is why you need to have a motherfucking mission every day. You need to wake up, okay? And it just, just, just like brushing your teeth, you need to wake up and work on your mission. Just staying in bed and, and being in depressed is just, it's just not allowed. Um, and really the simplest thing out of the state of depressed is just a focus change. Literally be like, okay, I'm observing my thoughts. What am I actually feeling? Well, I'm, I'm feeling the state that I've called depressed in the past or other people call depressed. But what I'm really feeling is I'm feeling some low grade nausea in my body. I'm feeling low energy. Um, my thoughts that are recurring are negative. My outlook on the future is negative. Um, and I'm, I'm passing through these states. How am I going to change that? Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go focus back on my work because 30 minutes later, I won't be depressed because I'll literally have forgotten about those states because I can only focus on one thing at a time, which is going to be my mission, right? And you can literally just observe your way out of these situations. Um, but, you know, if it's, it's, if it's becoming a constant condition, what that means is that you don't actually like your life, all right? Um, like if you're in prison, for example, okay? You know, you, you have to figure out, there's this guy on YouTube called Wes Watson. For some reason, I love all this prison stuff, or I love, I love hearing about soldiers and their crazy stories because the stuff that their ability, that they're able to endure and survive and thrive just makes me and my problems feel like a fucking pussy and all my problems feel very small, which is exactly what I want. I want all my problems to be small. I want to keep telling myself how good life is, how good I have it, how I don't have any real problems, and the only real problem is a health problem, okay? Those are some of the affirmations that I tell myself every day. Um, but anyways, he talks about, you know, being in solitary for 14 months at a time, being in the shoe, being locked in the back, you know, with these animals and not being at, at, able to step outside of his cell for 14 months, having a birdbath, the shower, like in the, you know, in the sink, right? Not having a shower for 14 months, not seeing daylight for 14 months, being locked in, you know, a, a 200 square foot, 150 square foot cell. 14 months. Some guys are in there for 15, 20 years. Okay. Um, and the reality is you can control even in that state, right? Like he was saying he went through depressed, but then he realized, Hey, one, I can control this, right? When I focus on my future and I focus on my routine and I focus on consistency, 
like working out, reading, thinking about his future. And the second thing is, um, you know, a guy's either going to become institutionalized in a prison or he's going to say like, hey, I, you know, I've got nothing but time. I'm going to take a long look at my life and see all these decisions that I made that got me here, right? And the guy will come to a realization or, you know, something that Wes would talk about, like, I was trying to take the shortcut. I was, you know, selling drugs that hurt people. Um, I was not in control of my temper. You know, I was putting out bad karma, which in return would always come back to me because of the karmic debt, right? So these patterns that they're running through is what ended up them up in there, right? And that ended them in this terrible mood to where they were able to use that to change their condition. So if you're going through it right now, think about what it is, both the internal and the external that's getting you here. Probably you don't like your life very much. In almost every case, I feel like when I was depressed or when other people are choosing to be in the state of depressed, it's because you don't like your condition, right? And you might have you might have no money or you might have a lot of money. You might be making seven figures, but you hate your business or you hate your job or you hate your spouse. Um, and oftentimes when you're dealing with depressed and you're slipping in and out of that state multiple times a day, um, part of that's internal, but part of that's you just don't like what you're doing with your life. And that's a warning sign. Like pain is a warning sign to say, hey, I need to make a change. I need to change my condition. And the way you do that is you go on the offensive, right? You start putting the action plan together. You use the pain to motivate you, even when you don't want to do it. And you just sort of observe like I'm in pain, but now I'm moving towards something and I've got a vision and I've got goals. Okay, now you need to be careful about future planning and depression. I don't like the future plan too much in depression, but I can at least, you know, you can at least see like, okay, I'm going to be able to change my condition by not doing these things anymore, right? And I'm not going to accept depression or depressed as a state, okay? I can't afford to, um, physically, mentally, and literally, right? Because I need to make money. And just saying like, I can just observe, I can change focus, and I'm going to focus on my future and where I'm going and changing this condition. Uh, and the more you do that, it's just like any skill. It's, it's actually the most state control is the most important skill. It's what should be actually taught in school. Like half of your schooling should be state control. But we learn bullshit that doesn't matter like, uh, fit, you know, advanced physics unless you're actually going into that discipline. Um, so that's what you have to do, you know. And the better you get it, it's like something might um, in the past have... have you know, an event will happen and you'll have chosen to be depressed for two months. Okay. But the better you get and the more you practice state control, it'll be like, now that's down to two weeks and then it's down to two days and then it's down to two hours and then it's down to two minutes. And you're just sitting there like, I don't want to be depressed. I'm going to just change my, I'm changing my focus and thinking like, Hey, it's a nice day outside, right? There's people in jail. There's people in war zones. There's people being tortured right now. There's people being waterboarded right now. There's people um, with cancer. There's people with AIDS. There's elderly people losing their mind, right? Chances are, God willing, you don't have any of those things. And, you know, it's, it's waking up and saying, wait a second, I've got a lot of control over my reality. Let's change the external conditions. Let's focus on changing the external condition using this pain as a warning sign. But also, let's reframe this and focus change. Like, let's focus on where am I going with this? Okay, I, here's the way out of this. I'm going to get in you know, better shape. I'm going to focus more on the mission. I'm going to find a better mission. 
um, you know, you're going to move towards having a better relationship with your girl or your wife or, you know, getting out there and um, getting women in your life. You know, I had a, a client of mine who, who went from depressed to best week of his life just by us getting him on Tinder and getting him, you know, some, some, a lady friend. Okay. A lot of the time that's, that's what you need. Um, and that's a massive solution. Not, and it's not about the sex per se, it's about the affection is, is probably more important. Um, so just, just recognize it. Like you can't be afford to be depressed and don't let it be an option. Just don't let it be on the table. Same thing as I say, don't let average be an option, man. Like don't let an average life or mediocre mediocrity be an option. Take that option off the fucking table. Take depressed off the table too. Just be like, no more, right? Not going to suffer like that anymore. I have control over this thing and I'm going to attack this head on. Uh, I'm going to observe it. I'm not going to hide from it. And, um, I'm going to get total control over it. And believe me, like the amount of change you can make it will blow your mind. Like I'm 37 now. You wouldn't have liked me at, at 20. Okay. No one would have been listening to me. No, would have, no one would have been buying into this brand. All right. Um, I was extremely negative. Okay. But the amount of change you can make is massive. Uh, so, so just don't let it be an option. Recognize you can't afford to be depressed spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, and, and literally, like you can't afford it. You've got to go out and make money. Okay. And money will, will either solve or greatly reduce every problem that you have. Okay, like assuming you have a lot of money, you know, your house, your car can be paid off. You don't have to work, right? A lot of people are depressed because of their job or the school that they, they like, right? Like, um, so recognize it that that is a major way out is getting yourself money because money means freedom and freedom means not having to do what you hate. And when you don't have to do what you hate, it is so much fucking easier to be happy. Okay. Um, so, so, you know, don't allow yourself to get depressed because you can't afford it. You can't afford to buy your freedom when you're depressed. Okay. And you can't afford to buy your ideal lifestyle, your ideal day when you're depressed. All right. So don't let that be a reality for you. Um, and if you want more information, check out revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash mind. That's got all my articles on mood and all that good stuff. I'm going to have a course coming out on this later this year. Um, check me out. You know, if you want help with this stuff, I don't accept people who are clinically depressed. If you're a little bit low mood, revolutionarylifestylezen.com forward slash coaching. But um, make sure that you've gotten yourself up to at least neutral before, before um, you come on board. Because it's, it's so much easier for me to deal with someone who's neutral. And, you know, at the same time, I, I don't have, a, you know, a license for any of these things, right? So some people, like if, if you're deeply, um, deeply depressed, you know, a psychologist, whatever, that, whatever it is that you need, okay, having that person, that trained person to talk to, um, I'm for, okay? But if you're sort of like a bit low, and you're able to get yourself up neutral, maybe I can help. But, you know, just 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 recognize what I'm saying. If you want more information, revolutionarylifestyles.com for slash mind. There's a ton of articles there. Um, you know, if you're feeling a bit low, keep your head up, man. Like, 
you won't believe how much better your life can get when, when you take total control over it. And uh, wish you all the best.